0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. So my question today is, who are you fighting for? Who, who, are, you, who are you simping for? <laughs> Whose cause are you taking up? If you're uh, Liz Warren or Ayanna Presley, my representative, my representatives in Washington, you're fighting for deadbeats who don't want to pay their bills. You're fighting to uh, transfer that debt to people who work for a living, to people who didn't take out big loans they couldn't afford to pay back. There is no such thing as debt cancellation. Uh, no, They don't cancel the debt. They just transfer it. They make people who didn't take out loans, who did the right thing, who were not reckless, who had discipline, and they make them pay the bill for some little punk who went to uh, Wesleyan and uh, majored in gender studies and took out $100,000 in loans. That is the most important thing to my crazy Congresswoman, Ayanna Pressley, and my uh, loathsome senior Senator, Liz Warren. It's the most important thing to lots of Democrats. The case has made it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court hopefully uh, will rule against this. It is the most cynical, the most unfair Proposal I think I've ever seen in D.C. and uh, Democrats are fighting it with all their energy, with all their passion. It means the most. It means much more to them than the, uh, the 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 deadbeats who won't pay their bills. They're more important to them than the people of East Palestine. They might even be more important than Zelensky in Ukraine, and God knows how important he is to Democrats but it's a remarkable thing to watch the party that used to be that used to purport to be uh for the working people you know for the guy, the people who didn't go to college the people with high school de- degrees and f150s who go out there get up early in the morning and go to work well the hell with them we are just going to stick them with the bill for the people who went to college got useless degrees and just don't want to pay their bills i find this fascinating because They make the case and they, first of all, they lie and they say how good this will be for the economy and how it's popular with the general public. I can't think of anything less popular. Every time I talk about it or tweet about it, I get a big reaction from people who aren't just against it. They're utterly disgusted by it. The thought that someone went to a private college, oh, by the way, I've said this many times, I'll say it again, 57% of the people who qualify for student loan forgiveness, have graduate degrees. Everybody had that moment in their lives, I should say most of us had that moment where you had to decide, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go to college or not? If you go to college, is it gonna be a elite private institution or not? Are you gonna major in something worthwhile where you could actually get a job or not? The people who made the wrong decision at every turn are the ones with their palms out right now, out in front of the Supreme Court, saying, gimme, pay my debts. It's, it's good for the economy. Lying about it. Literally saying, this is fairness. That's what you hear from uh, the, the Democrats who are so invested in this. This is fairness. I can't think of anything less fair than someone saying, I, I don't, I'm strapped with all this debt. You know, I think the guy uh, uh, plowing the streets today or the guy putting the roof on, or the guy delivering my Amazon, he should pay my debt. How, how, how in, 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 in any, at any level, how is that fair? How is that equitable? We're all in equity these days. Is that equitable? Is that equality? Is that fairness? It's so obscene. And when you think, and when you read about it, when you understand it, it becomes even more maddening. Uh, again, they're going to hear it in front of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, uh, CNN thinks this is uh, this isn't fair. Uh, here's their here's CNN's tweet from yesterday. In anticipation of the student loan forgiveness case going before the Supreme Court, CNN tweets: "The fate of Biden's student loan forgiveness program that would impact scores of borrowers from a wide array of colleges and socio socioeconomic backgrounds." lies in the hands of nine relatively wealthy people who graduated from a short list of elite private schools. <clears throat> so because so many Supreme court justices went to Harvard, they're supposed to empathize with the deadbeat who went to, Ooh, an elite private school and doesn't want to pay his debt. They maybe they're like, maybe some of these Supreme court justices are like AOC who makes $200,000 a year. Actually, she makes a lot more than that and has flat out said she wants student loan forgiveness. She has $17,000 of unpaid debt because she went to BU and got a degree in economics to the everlasting shame of BU. How, how you can give a degree in anything to that dummy is beyond me. But So if this passed, if the Supreme Court didn't shoot it down, you, me, Ironhead, we'd be paying the debt for AOC. (laughs) Again, explain to me how that's fair. But I'm going to get to my favorite part of this story. Uh, The Associated Press has a preview of the case. And uh, I'm not sure how many people know about this, but the rationale the Biden administration uses uh, to cancel student loan debt, the Biden administration relied on the Higher Education Relief Opportunities for Students Act That spells heroes, cute, isn't it? Originally enacted after September 11th, uh, 2001, the terror attack, the law was initially intended to keep service members from being worse off financially while they fought in wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Now extended, it allows the Secretary of Education to waive or modify the terms of federal student loans as necessary in connection with a national national emergency, so Joe Biden and whoever is controlling Joe Biden is using the Heroes Act, which was designed to uh, to help uh, people heroes <laughs> who went and fought our wars, and now they're saying it applies to some some uh, you know Starbucks barista in Cambridge who went to Wellesley College and uh, took on debt that. He or she could never pay. They're the heroes now. <laughs> They're the real heroes. The people who went to these private institutions. And by the way, uh, we've gone over this before. But the whole thing is one big scam. The colleges support the Democrats. The Democrats support student loan forgiveness. Student loan forgiveness allows their core supporters, the non-working class, to skip out on debts they paid. Nobody turns and says, "How about the colleges? How about Harvard, which has?" more than $50 billion in an endowment. How would they kick in? I'm, I'm all for the student loan forgiveness program if they included these colleges, these, these places that are running this scam who are charging kids 70000 a year knowing many of them are too dumb to understand that they'll never be able to pay it back. Uh you want to make the colleges uh kick into that, you know, dig into that endowment and pay some of the debt? I'm all in, Ayana. But the idea, just look out your window, look at all the people in their in their pickup trucks, heading in their vans, in their utility trucks, heading to work. You think they should pay the debt for the Wellesley College kid? How does that make any sense? When did they become, when did their 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 goals here? Become so unfair. It just makes it it, it. it at no level is this fair. I get I get people who say, Oh, you know, I work hard. I'm a I'm a teacher, and I get debt to pay, and it's killing me. That's a shame, but that's that's your responsibility. I I will never understand how that's someone else who did the right thing, who went to community college, who got an associate's degree, who worked at night, who commuted, who joined the military. All those people who did the right thing have to be saying, what the hell was I thinking? And what about the people who worked hard, worked their ass off to pay off their debt, who didn't ask for a handout? They are now forced to give a little bit of their paycheck to to pay for the deadbeats. Um, I'm just glad as uh, CNN points out that so many of those elitist Supreme court justices who went to elite private schools, are ostensibly conservatives. Uh, and I don't think this is going to fly. And, and, and I love this idea too, that it's just for you know, working people. Here it is, again from the Associated Press, the debt forgiveness plan announced in August would cancel 10,000 in federal student loan debt for those making less than $125,000 or households with less than 250,000 in uh, income per year. So a household making a quarter of a million dollars gets 10,000 for the, from the taxpayers, or if they uh, were Pell grant recipients, that's again, another handout, uh, those people get 20,000. So you can make a quarter of a million dollars a year and you get 20,000 in student loan forgiveness and the debt is not canceled. It is transferred to people who did the right thing. We are are redistributing wealth from people who did the right thing, who made the right decisions, to the people who did the wrong thing and made the wrong decisions. I can't think of anything less fair. Used to be, you know, Democrats were obsessed with fairness. Now they're obsessed with unfairness in this case, or equity. That would probably be their definition of equity. Let's just... Take, take the money from the people, the, the people, the have-nots, the working class, and give it to the privileged few who went to private colleges and got graduate degrees. Imagine giving debt forgiveness to someone who's a master's or a PhD and saying, ma, you took out the loan, but don't worry about it. We got it. We got you. There are, like, already, and this is somehow a rationale for doing this, already there's something like 14 million people who have qualified for this, it's already, it's already done. They're just waiting to send the checks for the Supreme court to rubber stamp it. It was initially, we thought it never had a chance. Hopefully it doesn't, but uh, 26 million people have applied and 16 have already been approved. Uh, This was uh, in lots of people thought a hollow promise in the campaign that Biden was just doing this to sucker these dummies, these, these deadbeats into voting for him and it probably worked, but they, and they were just hoping and they're hoping today. And there's people outside the Supreme court with their palms out, hoping for a handout, but let's just hope the Supreme court does the right thing and just crushes all their hopes and dreams. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping another L for Ayanna Presley and Liz Warren, they could get done with this thing and they could get back to fighting endless war and foreign wars and supporting a blank check for Ukraine. Cause that's what liberals do nowadays. You know, that's what they do. They support, uh, mm-hmm. taking money from the working class, giving it to the, to the privileged few. And they support a war over the Donbas region and sending uh, a blank check. And they don't give a damn about people in East Palestine, but, uh, that's going on as we speak. All the reporters are outside the Supreme Court. But here's, here's the other thing. I have to go back to this. Uh, I know we talked about it yesterday. I know people have been talking about it all day, the last couple of days. But I'm 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 fascinated by how hard the mainstream media is fighting for the communist Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party. This is an amazing thing to watch unfold. We've talked, oh, God knows, every day for, for the last few years about the corruption, the dishonesty, the duplicitousness of the mainstream media. Obviously, everything they do and say comes from, is is born out of their pure hatred for Donald Trump. Every move they make, every editorial decision they make is based on hurting Trump, helping Trump's opponents. That's what they're obsessed with. I thought they might draw the line, I guess, I don't know why, at supporting the Chinese Communist Party. I thought that might be a bridge too far. I was wrong. This thing with the lab leak is just remarkable. The The story, and, and I'm sure every most people have heard it now, but... Uh, the the Department of Energy confirmed what we all suspected, what well, we all knew that the uh, that the origin of COVID came from the Wuhan Institute. It was a lab leak. The research they were they were doing gain of function research, financed, funded by American taxpayers uh, through that weasel, this weasel right here, Tony Fauci, the, the evil elf. Um, but when you break it down, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm, tr- I'm I'm struggling to get my mind around this. Here's what happened. Here's what we know happened. They were doing research. It somehow it uh, leaked from the lab. It started a worldwide pandemic. We don't know whether they did that on purpose or not. That's a question. We'll find that we'll get an answer to that someday, but you can be sure of one thing. The United States in the United States, the mainstream media will fight like hell to keep that from coming out. If it's, if there's some evidence that they did it on purpose, that they were developing a bioweapon, that they did it to destroy the West, to kill the hurt, the West, the economy in the West, their competitors. If that comes out, the mainstream media will once again circle the wagons around the Chinese Communist Party and protect them. The reason I'm having trouble <laughs> getting my mind around this is because they're not fighting for the Democrat Party, which is what they usually do. They're not fighting for, for abortion. They're not fighting even for student loan debt forgiveness. They are fighting people who are trying to call out the Chinese Communist Party who released this virus and killed, let me give you the exact, you want the exact number, the yeah. exact number of uh, deaths? I'll give you an updated uh, total Six million seven hundred and ninety nine thousand seven hundred and eighty three, almost seven million people uh, around the world. The United States, one million one hundred and forty five thousand four hundred and fifteen. So either because of negligence or because of because of nefariousness, this virus gets out from the lab, they, they covered it up initially, they protected their own people, they allowed it to spread around the world, they allowed it to destroy countries, economies, businesses, cost trillions in wealth, killed, killed seven million people, just did untold damage like nothing we've ever seen before. That's the fault of the Chinese. There's no debating that. That either was a mistake or on purpose, but it came from them. And the motivation today from, I mean, everybody from, you know, from Nicole Wallace to, to Jake Tapper, to the New York Times, to the Washington Post, to Stephen Colbert, to Jimmy Kimball. The motivation is to deflect and protect the Chinese Communist Party. Again, try to get your mind around that. I guess the, 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 the level of hate, the amount of hate they have for Trump knows no limit they will do that they will circle the wagons around our biggest adversary a country that that is that done you know, i mean that sent fentanyl over the southern border killed over 100,000 americans that released this this virus and then covered it up and lied about it for months and months and months costing a million americans their lives and what's the reaction from the mainstream media when it's confirmed essentially that it was a lab leak, not from a pangolin, the the reaction to the mainstream media is, oh, don't believe it, that's the Department of Energy. Oh, it's a, it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, if you look back two years, three years, they labeled a sitting U.S. Senator Tom Cotton a conspiracy theorist. They said Trump was racist for saying that this came from the lab. He said it three years ago. We all knew it three years ago. There's just been this never ending campaign of propaganda and disinformation from the media whose job it is to get to the bottom of these things. And they don't, not only do they not do their job, they, they, they fight hard to protect the, the people responsible, the people in the Chinese communist party. They have, this is the best example of just how far gone the mainstream media in this country is just how. How corrupt they are. It's an it's it's something to behold. Um we got all kinds of sound. We played some yesterday of of the, the 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 media and how hard they are fighting to make this go away, to deflect this, to debunk this. I mean, think of this. This is what Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert and Comedy Central, this was their priority yesterday. Downplaying the news that the Department of Energy believes. And just like the FBI believes, just like anybody who's been, just like the Trump administration believed, just like most of uh, you know senators, congressmen, everybody in their heart knows this is true. They know what the Chinese did. And again, they're not protecting, you know, a Democrat president. They're not protecting Hunter Biden. I mean, that was obscene, but at least you could understand they're trying to help Joe Biden. That's why they lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. That's why they covered it up. Their job is to protect the Democrat, to protect Biden, to stop Trump. In this case, they're protecting the very people who've unleashed this virus on the world. They don't want you to believe it came from that lab. It's such a strange, insane instinct. I I, I mean, I'm literally reading these people trying to get in their heads, trying to one- What are you thinking if you're Nicole Wallace, if you're, you name it, any one of these people, Anderson Cooper, if you're the New York Times editorial board, Washington Post, what are you thinking that leads you to say, what we have to do is uh, deflect, to deny, to debunk the most obvious theory, the most obvious finding that this, that the, as, as Jon Stewart said, and John Stewart, man, he was, it wasn't really well thought out, but he just said, of course it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's a virus. They're working on viruses that, that kill people. That's what they were working on. It came out of that neighborhood. And then someone decided it was from a pangolin or a bat to protect the Chinese. I understand the Chinese are going to protect the Chinese. But why is the mainstream media and the United States of America so invested in this? I've been watching it for the last couple of days, and it is truly, it is breathtaking. The lengths they will go to gaslight, to lie, to deflect, to protect the people who committed, as, as Tucker called it, I believe, called the crime of the century. That's what it is. I, I, I- and they're protecting the criminals. Uh, it's truly astounding. As, as you know, we'll, get to, uh, we'll get to Tucker on Kimmel, but let's listen to a little bit of Colbert. He woke up yesterday morning and said, how can I make this go away? I don't want people to believe the Chinese uh, created this virus in a lab. I want to stop that, that narrative. What is, well, I, again, it's, it's, you know, Trump's been gone for two years. They're so obsessed with hating Trump that they can't get over the fact that he pointed the finger at China and they said that's racist. It's racist to point out the Chinese created this virus and unleashed it on the world, even though the Chinese created this virus and unleashed it on the world. To point it out, that's our biggest global adversary. To point that out is offensive to, to Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimball. That's how far gone these zealots are. When you think about it, you're supposed to be, you know, light, funny, supposed to make people laugh at the end of the day. And they, their goal is, you know, they can, they can put up the laugh sign and the people pretend it's funny and their little sycophants and the audience will laugh. But their real goal is to fight for the Chinese communist party and to again, stop Trump in any way possible. Trump will use this on the campaign trail and they'll do nothing but, but, but fight him on it. Just try to stop him. Even though he's right. He's been right all along. He's 100% right about this. And everyone knows it. You know it, Stephen Colbert. You know it came from a lab. Just like your old boss told you, Jon Stewart, said, of course it came from the lab. But he just can't give it up. Let's, and, and, and I want you to do this when you watch this, because uh, I just watched it this morning. Tell me the funny part. I mean, it's one thing to be a political zealot, to be a you know a left-wing zealot. There's lots of left-wing zealots in comedy. I mean, yeah. in in some ways, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 most of them are left-wing zealots. Hell, you know, George Carlin, in many ways, was a left. He was hysterical. Bill Maher is a left-wing zealot, although he's a lot smarter than Colbert. I understand these guys are lefties but aren't you supposed to throw in a little humor when you have a late night comedy show? Tell me there's anything funny about this guy, Colbert. Let's watch this is from last night. Go ahead.
1: There's another surprising development this weekend. Uh, the department of energy released a new report saying a lab leak is the most likely origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, there it is. Chinese wet markets, you're off the hook. Let's order a round of pangolin poppers for the table. I love a nice plate of wet apps. Now, if you're... Can we get some civet fingers, please? Now, if, like me, you're wondering why the Department of Energy is the one making this judgment, it's because that agency oversees a network of U.S. national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. No. No! Bad energy department. No bio labs until you finish building your electric car charging stations. Stay in your lane. You don't see... You don't see. You don't see. You don't see the Census Bureau building nukes. But what?
0: He's so well, funny. Honest to God, did you chuckle at that at all, Iron? Did you get a chuckle? You're, you know, the big comedy uh, expert. What, 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 do you think? What, no, what, and, what, what? I, and I'm an easy laugh too. Yeah, you're an easy laugh, except for me. You don't laugh at anything I say. You just. Uh, uh, but <laughs> that's supposed to be funny. But think of it. He's trying to downplay it, dismiss it because it's the Department of Energy, but it was also the FBI. It's also anybody who paid attention to anything the last three years. Of course, it's the lab. It always was the lab leak. And it's the biggest story of our lifetimes. It's the biggest pandemic in 100 years. It's, it, it, it did untold destruction around the globe. And these people would just like it to go away. Can we just go away? Can we just stop blaming the Chinese? Some of the video from three years ago is amazing. The video of the reporter, I think it's an NBC reporter saying, why do you call it the China virus to Trump? And he's looking at her and he's, that's so racist. And he's like, racist. That's where it came from. Virtually every disease or every uh, virus is named after you know the place it came from: Ebola virus, Zika virus, Spanish flu, Lyme disease. They name things after the place they, from which they emanated. So this emanates from China, and if you say it's the China flu or the China virus, you're racist. It's just insane. Yeah, let's let's do this. We should have done this yesterday, but this is John Stewart with his. Uh, it's Stewart's fault that he's foisted this 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 person, Colbert on the world. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure who finds him funny and I guess he had his moments back when he was imitating Bill O'Reilly. Oh, that show, he,
1: that show was great. I will say he
0: absolutely sucks as the host of a late night TV show. He just uh, obviously, I mean, the lowest point, the lowest of low was when he did the skit with the, with the big needles, the, you know, the, the, the and, and sang the song about the vaccine. That mm-hmm. that that was absolute rock bottom for late night comedy, trying to encourage people to get the useless jab. And he had a bunch of dancers trace, dressed as needles. <laughs> that was by far the, the lowest moment in late night comedy you've ever seen. But this was uh, a couple of years ago, Jon Stewart stating the obvious and Colbert just doesn't want to hear it because he, he knows in somehow, or he thinks in some way it's going to help Trump. Let's watch.
1: What, what, what do you mean by it? Do you mean like well, so this perhaps a, this, this, there's a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A
2: chance? Well, I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if there's evidence,
1: I'd love to hear it. There's I don't
2: know. a n- novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease <laughs> is the same name as the lab. <laughs> That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask those I, scientists, they're like, how did this... So, wait a minute. You work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name wait, wait, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I... Let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the... Coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, 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 wait a wait a, second, wait a What second. about this? What about wait this? A second. Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a s- steam shovel mated with a cocoa bean. Or it's the <laughs> chocolate factory. May-
0: <laughs> right, that, they that got a little carried away. But you get the point. And the best part of that is looking at Colbert. He's just got his hands up. A thousand percent. I mean, again... It's it's just this is not helping Joe Biden, which is you know his number one goal, or helping whoever the Democrat Hillary Clinton. This is helping the Chinese Communist Party. They're they're evil. We don't know that by now. They want to see the total destruction of the West, and they got these useful idiots on TV every night, and he's just one of thousands. Um, and 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 the thing to kick this all off. For us yesterday was Woody Harrelson again, a, a liberal who stepped out of line, a good old school liberal there. there is, if you've never seen it, Google it. This, this, you telling me you're again, you're the uh, comedy aficionado, uh, aficionado ironhead. Have you ever seen anything more humiliating, more embarrassing than this skit? So Kobe when when Bates? this when this came out, I would say no,
1: but I think it was a week later. He was basically doing this with Chuck Schumer.
0: That's true. Yeah, oh, That's a good one. Yes. He danced in Central Park with Chuck Schumer, but dancing and this had to be written and rehearsed and they mm-hmm. had to make costumes. The dancers are all dressed as needles uh, and, and he's dancing, begging people to get the, the, I mean, this is what, this is the definition of propaganda. You think Colbert, I don't know anything about him as a guy. Does he look back at this with utter humiliation because he should. Can you imagine looking back at that and saying, yeah, I did that as part of my show. I rehearsed it. I wrote it. I danced. I sang all for the express purpose of forcing people to get the vaccine. This guy supported mandates more than anybody. There was no, no one in Congress, no one in the White House who was more vehement in support of vaccines and mandates and firing people and shutting things down than that guy, an alleged comedian. But Anyway, that's uh, that's your update on this most on the on the lowest moment, I think, in, in saying a lot of from uh, the mainstream media in the history of this country. It is never this is as bad as it gets. You have people. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's throw that up there before we move on. Uh, Tucker went off on this, of course, did it brilliantly. But he uh, pointed out oh, just what a disgrace that Jimmy Kimmel is. And, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is just like, in fact, he's probably more uh, devoted to to protecting the Chinese and attacking Trump at every turn, attacking Republicans, attacking Fox News or anybody who steps out of line. He used to be a comedian and it's hard to believe he used to be a good one. He used to be irreverent and funny when he was on The Man Show and he used to have a sense of humor. And then he became a pundit, essentially, just another And you can't distinguish between Jimmy Kimmel and and Don Lemon. He sounds like he should be on CNN or MSNBC doing a nightly thing. That's what he is. And if they didn't put the little sign with the laugh up there, no one would ever laugh at anything he said. But let's listen to Tucker Tucker take apart uh, Kimmel.
1: Oh, well, oh, wrong video. Sorry. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, if you're watching along, that's uh, Jimmy Kimmel in blackface, which you're allowed to do if you're a good liberal, if you're Sarah Silverman or Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or Justin Trudeau, you can go in blackface, but uh, uh, I don't think he did that last night, but I, I guarantee <laughs> I didn't watch. I guarantee you Kimmel did something in attacking the, uh, the big story out of the Department of Energy, the Wall Street Journal story, attacking VAT and protecting the CCP. But listen, listen to Tucker take them apart. Even the, the, quote, comedians, they were on propaganda duty too, watch this. He's also pushing U.S. intelligence to
2: find evidence for this theory that the virus was accidentally released from a
0: lab in Wuhan. That's his new angle to feed the wing nuts, uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind.
2: It should have never happened. This plague should never have happened. It could have been stopped. But people chose not to stop it. <laughs> what people? Tomorrow he'll blame the Spanish flu on Antonio
0: Banderas.
1: Yeah. Imagine if you're a comedian and all of a sudden your cue card has all kinds of talking points from politicians and foreign governments on it. Don't read it. You degrade yourself and you become complicit in the greatest crime
0: in history. That is 100% right. They're complicit. And, but they're willing. They're not, no one's forcing them. They're willing. It's, I mean, I, I know they make 10, 15 million a year as propagandists for the regime, but they don't mind doing it. There's no one forcing them. They wouldn't, they, these people like Kimmel and Colbert, they look at Woody Harrelson or Bill Maher and think they're heretics. How can you dare step out of line? Haven't you got the narrative? This is Trump's fault. This isn't the fault of the Chinese. All right, I got to move on. And uh, that's uh, just uh, just my reaction to watching these, these shameless, utter hacks. And, and, and I wonder what, what, what if we find out it's a bioweapon and they created it to, to kill Americans or kill the, any Westerners. Are they going to cover that up too? <laughs> I mean, what is the limit they, to, to which they will go to protect the, the CCP? And by extension, I guess, the, it's not even protecting Biden. It's attacking Trump or trying to uh, discredit Trump. That's all they care about. They are such loathsome people. We got uh, we got more on that. We got more on uh, their reaction to Tucker, and uh, we got to get to Biden yesterday because it's honest to God. Yes, we do. uh, We we have to get to Biden because you know we're just a couple of white boys, ironhead, but we're not stupid. Let's get to Biden and uh, and we got that uh, Vermont. We got some heroes. Vermont, a Vermont girls basketball team. We must salute. They are our heroes of the day. But first, are you looking to protect your money from Biden's America? Well, right now you can get up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last just for taking action in today's uncertain times. That's exactly why i have partnered with a great company, GoldCo, so you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They're a six-time Inc. 5000 winner, a 2022 company of the year with thousands of five-star reviews and they've helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. If you call them today, qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half ounce silver coin. Don't pass this up. Not while companies are laying off workers by the tens of thousands and Chinese spy balloons are drifting over our country consequence free. Protect yourself from Biden's America and see if you're eligible for up to $10,000 in free silver, while supplies last. Call 855-735-3740 today. That's 855-735-3740. Having Joe Biden celebrate the end of Black History Month, you just know his handlers, you know, the visiting angels had to be cringing saying, what is he going to say? How is he going to say it? Just how embarrassing is this going to be? Obviously a guy with a long history of uh, racist tendencies, a guy who considered Robert Byrd his mentor, a guy who said he didn't want to send his kids to schools with, with black kids. Cause they were like the junk be going in the jungle. I mean, he's just one. He they said, if you, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. I mean, he's got a hell of a lot longer record of these things than Scott Adams did. We can get to Scott Adams. Uh, but uh, I'd like to say I'm going to defend Scott Adams just to go against the mob. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> it's just not possible. But uh, back to Biden, you can't defend this clown either. Uh, he made an appearance uh, with, at a party, you know, celebrating again, black history month. And uh, he, he, there's one thing. There's, there's been there's other liars in Congress. God knows we got George Santos now, but this you know Liz Warren's obviously a liar, and Richard Broom with all These people lied to get elected. They lie to stay in office. Has there ever been anyone who repeats the same lie over and over again, despite the fact that it got debunked? And. He he's he got exposed he doesn't care you know he will say over and over again that whatever he was a football star or he grew up on the mean streets of scranton he was poor and they sat around the dinner table didn't have if they had any money which is a lie his father was a car salesman his grandfather was an oil executive he was a child of privilege anyway it's just one of many many lies he tells over and over again the biggest one The most obvious one was that he was a civil rights activist. He was active in the civil rights movement, a flat out lie. And everyone knows it. People have looked into it. Even his supporters admit that's not true. That and he grew up in a black church. No evidence. No one. They talk to people in that black church. They've never seen him there. He never went there. He just makes it up. It's what he does. He tries to ingratiate himself with an audience. He tries to impress people like a child, like an insecure 12 year old. So he makes things up. And then when he gets called up, called out brushes it off and makes it up again the next day. But this is him doing what you'd expect him to do with a, with a, in a black crowd, with a black audience talking about, you know, how black he is. Cause he grew up in a black church, but I think he went off the script when he said, The comment about being a white boy. I'm just going to guess they didn't write that in the teleprompter forum because this is just embarrassing. It really is. This is what a few months, I don't know how long ago it was, but within the last year, he said he's Irish, but he's not stupid. In other words, Irish are stupid. Mm -hmm. Now he took it a step further. Let's watch.
2: And by the way, you know, I'm not, I I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid.
0: I know where the power is. I know where the. Po- you think I'm joking? I learned a lot. Why does he say? Time. Why does he say that? You think I'm joking all the time? Nobody thinks you're joking. We think you're stupid. You're not joking. I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. He just called all white people dumb in uh, in, a, in a black crowd. In We're a black trying crowd. to ingratiate himself to a black crowd. There, there has never been anyone this divisive. Uh, honest to God, even Obama, it wasn't this divisive because he's not smart enough. Obama I miss was, Obama. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I may be white, but I'm not stupid. Imagine that in reverse. Mm. <laughs> uh, but do we have him uh, bragging about, you know, fighting for civil rights again? Just just keep in mind. This has been proven untrue over and over again. It's 100% false. And he so comfortably and confidently repeats the lie. And uh, I think he thinks ingratiates himself with the audience. Just, it's just amazing. Go ahead. You know, uh, I know most of those songs for a simple reason. As my buddy from Delaware can tell you, when you're involved in the civil rights movement as a kid in high school, I used to go down to the black church. I go to 730 mass. I'm a practicing Catholic. Then I go to 10 o'clock. And then we sit and plan what we're going to do in terms of deceptive. You think I'm joking. I'm not. You think I'm joking. Who thinks you're joking? First of all, well, what is he talking about? He went to church at a Catholic church at 730 and then went to the black church at 10. When did he go to school? Never. <laughs> he doesn't care. It doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense, but he doesn't care. and Nobody calls him out and the media will just, whatever, blame Trump. I don't know what they'll do, but. It's just, it, it, we're going to look back and say, how, how did this person ever get elected? He's just so pathetic, truly pathetic. What do we got here? His uh, his tax audit algorithm. Oh, that's right. This is, if you missed this, this kind of went under the radar yesterday. Janet Yellen was in, uh, the head of the Fed, was in uh, Ukraine, with in Kiev, with um, Zelensky. By the way, I think she could post him up in a game of one-on-one. These two little, little people, Zelensky and Yellen, and she had like a bag. I'm pretty sure there was 10 billion in it. Just keep bringing more just pouring more and more money. One of these days, I saw the list of things we've given them so far. We got to get that. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's like 10 pages long. All the weapons, the tanks, the missiles, the armor, the armored personnel carriers. It's, it goes forever we have equipped them like no army has ever been equipped and you know it's all going to get blown to bits but it, it, it there's no end to the to the to the blank check but uh, this is from yesterday IRS is quote developing new Biden backed algorithm that will see more white and asian people targeted for tax audits to boost racial equity so you were wondering they got called out when they hired the 87,000 IRS agents to audit people, working class people, and you're saying, wow, that's going to hit a lot of, you know, black and Hispanic families. That's not what Biden usually does. They came up with a way, an algorithm. So now they're just going to audit white and Asian people. God, these people are just incredible. We have to, two more years, two more years, we have to deal with this madness. All right, let's move on. We've uh, laughed at Biden enough. I do want to get, I do want to mention this Tucker thing. Cause it's uh it's about to explode Tucker. Uh, if you missed it and I wasn't the biggest Kevin McCarthy fan, but I liked the way they went through the process. They held his feet to the fire. They made all kinds of demands that the Marjorie Taylor green and not her. No, actually Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, eventually McCarthy won. He's the speaker and he's been great so far. he's 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 been good with the media. He kicked Swalwell and Schiff off the intelligence committee. Uh, this is his finest move. And I know it's upset some of my friends at Newsmax, but I don't care when you think about what he was trying to do. I mean, if if he gave it to Newsmax, that would have been great too. But there's forty one thousand as much as perhaps as much as forty four thousand hours of tape from the Capitol on January sixth. Nancy Pelosi sat on that. Wouldn't let anyone see it because it didn't help the uh, sham January 6th committee. They they had plenty of footage, but it only they only showed you the stuff that were, served their purpose. They didn't ser- show you something that might uh, exonerate some of the rioters and some at some level, or just show you more. Maybe you get to see more feds, more ray apps. Maybe you get to see more capital cops swinging the doors open things that would be uh, exculpatory for the defendants. They didn't want you to see that. That was their goal. Their whole goal was to blame Trump, get Trump, stop Trump. It didn't work, but they tried. Anyway, McCarthy has control over this 44,000 hours and he promised to release it. And we thought he was just going to release it to the world one day. Instead, he gives it to Tucker, which I don't even know how Tucker is going to do it. Greg Kelly on Newsmax did the math. If you have 12 producers going over this videotape, they would have to do it 24 hours a day for like three months to see it all. You need like, I don't know, a hundred people to review all this tape. And I don't know how he's going to pull it off, but Tucker, one of the, this week at some point he's going to have a report on this. And the reason it's such a brilliant move is it exposed all the mainstream media, all the, the, the shills for the Biden administration and the January 6th committee, these out, these organizations, didn't care about the footage. They didn't care about it at all. They weren't demanding the release of the footage when Nancy Pelosi sat on it and suppressed it. That was, they they were fine with that because they were on her team. Well, they, he gives it to Tucker, this footage, which has not been seen by the public yet. And they, they're all upset demanding he give it to them, but they didn't want it. Two weeks ago, they didn't care about it. They were okay with it being suppressed. They sent a letter. This is uh, uh, an update. They sent uh, the whole mainstream media, a letter signed by CBS, CNN, Politico, ABC, Axios, the LA Times, and Gannett, and CBS, I mentioned CBS, and the quote in the letter, Without full access to the complete historical record, there is concern that an ideologically based narrative of an already polarizing event will take hold in the public consciousness with destabilizing risk to the legitimacy of Congress, the Capitol Police, and the various federal investigation and prosecutions of January 6 crimes. This is from the media. They're afraid it might destabilize Congress and the Capitol Police if, they give, if he gives it to Tucker and not them. <laughs> this was, again, a brilliant move. It exposed these frauds that did not care about this. And now that it's out there in Tucker's hands, they're afraid that it might hurt the Capitol Police and various federal investigations. That used to be in the media. That was not a priority in the media in, in times gone by. They, they, they held federal uh, uh, bureaus, federal authorities, they held them to account. Now they protect them and and they care. They just don't want Tucker to get this. They they, they, don't, they don't care if the public ever sees it. They just don't want it. Tucker, Tucker has it. He's working on it now. He's going to have a full report and then they can play catch up. Great move, Kevin McCarthy. But all right, before we get to, uh, I want to mention this quickly because it made me laugh. Nobody else cares about it, but uh, anything that makes John Kerry look like a fool is good by me. This is from, uh, I think it's from Fox News. Uh, Check this out. China unleashed a massive expansion of coal power generation, despite pleas from special presidential envoy for climate, John Kerry, uh, for the uh, nation to take more climate action. According to an independent analysis, China permitted a whopping 100%, 106 gigawatts of new coal power capacity in 2022, roughly quadrupling the amount permitted in 2021. Uh, um, Kerry had been met with them and begged them to slow their coal production. They build a coal plant. I believe one every two weeks. They already account for 20%, 27% of total global emissions and they don't care. They're jacking that up. So again, What Kerry's doing is irrelevant. It's pointless. In fact, it's destructive. He wants to hurt our economy, but they're not slowing down their economy at all. And have you seen Greta? She's kind of traveled around the world, spent the U.S., spent all over Europe. Has Greta been to China yet? Because they ain't listening to John Kerry and Greta and Ed Markey and AOC and any of the global any of the climate change cultists, they're not, they're going all in on coal and they're going to kick our ass. Cause we're going to be a uh, hamstrung. We're going to have our hands tied by these green new deal nuts. But anytime I'll defend China when it's appropriate. Anytime someone ignores John Kerry, I'm I'm all in, I support it hundred percent. I, I don't know if I've time, it. You know what I'll do. I'll do Scott Adams quickly. Let me do a uh, Shay. And then I'll do Scott, Scott Adams quickly. Cause I don't, <laughs> there aren't really two sides to this one. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Scott Adams. I'd love to, you know, have your back, but man, did you step in it. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you were had a few drinks or maybe you were on, uh, you know, painkillers or what, but you, uh, you just kind of lost your mind there for a minute, Scott. But first... Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down. Shea Concrete, they got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling and replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values is not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to Shayconcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is is pass a drug test. I normally, when people get canceled, I'm right there in front of the line defending them. But uh, this is a tough one. I have to say this, uh, uh, Scott Adams, who draws Dilbert, created Dilbert, a good cartoon. I'm not a big, I used to be a big Dilbert guy. I used to read the paper, you know, I used to get the paper and now I just, I'm online all day. Uh, But he got canceled by a bunch of papers and then it was irrelevant because his syndicator canceled him. This is going to cost him a fortune, Uh, but he's a political pundit. He's a, I think he's a conservative, maybe a libertarian, does a podcast, kind of just sits there and talks uh, by himself. Um, And uh, he he started talking about this poll and it's, the poll was kind of disturbing. I'll give you that. The poll determined that uh, I'll get to I'll get you the uh, exact wording of this poll, but it was about, it was a poll about the the uh, saying white lives matter. Do white lives matter? Uh, the poll said 40, uh, here it is, Rasmussen reports. Is it okay to be white? 72% of Americans agree, 12% disagree. Black people um can be racist too. 79% of Americans agree, 12% disagree. 71% of Democrats agree. Uh, Black Americans only, it's okay to be white. 53% agree, 26% disagree, 21% not sure. So uh, um, Scott Adams takes that. 26% disagree, 21% not sure. 47% don't know or don't think it's okay to be white. Kind of a strange, just... You know, one of those polls just trying to—I don't know—divide and uh, just divide along racial lines. Well, uh, Adams went on his uh, podcast talking about the poll. We'll play it, but um, I thought he might just say, you know, this is disturbing. This is awful. I can't believe black—that many black people don't think it's okay to be white. You know, people have done that, but he takes it a step further. Let's listen. So if if you know nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group, and I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. That's a tough. I mean, that is sense. a tough one. And it's, I don't think he's drinking. I don't think he's on, what, I mean, what is he thinking? See, here's, you could say if he were black and he said it about white people, he would be in no trouble. That is true. If that were Jason Johnson or Joy Reed, and you just switch the races, there'd be no problem at all. They do that every night. But you have to accept the fact that in this world, there's some, there's, there's always going to be a double standard and you got to know the rules. I mean, Defending, uh, uh, defending him means that you think that he didn't know the rules. He knew the rules, and he went way over the line, and he knew it. I don't know why. To me, this is mind-boggling. He's smart as hell. He knew he was crossing the line, and he did it anyway. And he matter-of-factly accepts the consequences. He said, yeah, they canceled me. It happens. Don't blame the syndicate. They get a lot of pressure from the newspapers. And he moves on, but you have to know that that's, first of all, he misinterprets the poll. They, the, the, the people, I mean, 21% said they're not sure to, if it's okay to say it's okay to be white because they're not sure in today's, in society today, they don't know what the parameters are. Can I say that? I don't know. Okay, we'll put you down as not sure. That doesn't make them a hate group. That makes them confused by the rules of, of our current, you know, the state of our current culture. But I don't get it, man. I listened to his podcast yesterday to try to hear him explain it. And he really, you know, he defends it, but he knew what he was doing and he did it anyway. Just bizarre. But I, as we go, I want to salute. Let me get the name. Let me get the name. We got to salute. A, you know, I'm a big fan of Vermont high school women's basketball. <laughs> big uh, fan. Uh, this school is called MVCS, Mid-Vermont Christian School. Uh, NBCS forfeited a spot in the basketball tournament of concerns for fairness by forcing their female students to compete against another school's transgender athlete. Schools across the country have been grappling with conflicting viewpoints on allowing trans athletes to compete. And several female athletes have come out in support of a bill that would prohibit men from competing in women's sports. NBCS announced Monday they would not participate in Tuesday's game against long trail school because they would not force their female athletes to play against men. Good for you. We salute you. MBCS head of school, Vicky, Vicky Fogg, said preserving fairness was important in sports and compelling high school girls to play against boys would jeopardize that. We withdrew from the tournament because we believe playing against an opponent with a biological male jeopardizes the fairness. Does she really have to state that? Obviously it's a fact that it's not fair and, but good for them for pointing it out for not bowing to the mob. I'm sure all the media up there in Vermont are killing them. They did the right thing. We need more of this. We need more women who are forced to swim against men or uh, girls to just say, no, I'm not doing it. You know, let someone else take a beating. I'm not doing it. Good for them. I'm a big fan of MC mid Vermont Christian school. We need more of that. All right, we'll leave it there. For today, thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow.
2: Here tonight, shaking
0: my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Or am I standing on the edge of the end of time?
1: Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.